I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. Me amo Chris. You're Chris. <laughs> did, you, did you notice how specifically I didn't go Lou? That yeah. time around, I was very like deliberate. Lou. <laughs> yeah, you're working on it. You know what sucks about my name? What? It sounds like noises. Like, people make noises like, oh, out in the world. And I think like, wait, what? Did they call my name? <laughs> Like my name, my name kind of just sounds like a like a no, like a guttural noise. So, it does not. So yeah. Also, whenever I buy like a drink or something at Starbucks and I say my name, people always hear Luke with a K. Always. I'm like, oh, can I get a name? Uh, Lou. Luke. No, Lou. How's that different than what I said? It doesn't have a fucking K. I start. I started going just like Steve. I'm Steve. I, I like that. Nobody ever fucks up Steve. You know what, though? I only knew of, other than Lou Ferrigno, I only knew of one person named Lou in my life, and he was a fucking barber when I was, like, five years old. Nice. Did he fucking trim that hair up real nice? Yeah, he sure did. (laughs) And his Uh, name was Lou. Yeah, Captain Lou Albano, right? Is that, that's the, that's one, the wrestler that was, like, you know, a big fat guy with colored rubber bands in his beard. Before my time, baby. Yeah, definitely when you were a fucking child. <laughs> anyway, there's there's very few cool Lou's out there. So, you know, I don't know what I was thinking when I chose it, but here I am. Exactly. Not changing the game. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking, this is episode 24, by the way, for those of you keeping track. Today we're going to be talking about the time I was an extra on the show, The Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, here's the problem with Power Rangers. First of all, is it the Power Rangers or just Power Rangers? The Power Rangers. Okay. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. So, this is one of those uh, franchises that has like a million offshoots. And if you're old and you weren't young when it was popular, you're never going to know the difference or understand <laughs> what, why there are offshoots or what the differences are. Um, and I fall into that category. So it's sort of funny and ironic that I was on a show like that. Um, but first, let's do our occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. <laughs> that works. it's ridiculous it's there it's on tape Uh, i know it's never going away it's there forever uh so like i said i did a day of extra work on the mighty morphin power rangers uh my position held was extra background (laughs) actor my wage earned was probably like 60 bucks like for the day something in that vicinity and i did one day of it i was there one day and that was your occupational breakdown occupational breakdown breakdown (laughs) that was it that's the one these aren't getting better i don't think (laughs) i think we're getting better at this i'm like 
I could see like we're both hesitating a little bit. Like, are you going to take this one? Am I going to take this one? We've had 24 chances at this, and I, I don't <laughs> know that we've nailed it. But you know what? We've got like another 60 tries. Yeah. So let's keep. We'll keep going. Uh, yeah. So, like I said last episode, I moved to LA to rock and roll, and got our apartment in fucking Hollywood, a block away from the Chinese theater, right in the middle of all the hookers and drug dealers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, applied everywhere I could fucking think of. There's a actually a warehouse music right on the end of the block there that I applied at and was very disappointed that did not call me. This is actually kind of an interesting time. We could talk about this, uh, the process for getting a shitty job. So, you know, obviously there's the wanted ads. There's, this is before the internet was really something you could use. Uh, it existed, but it was not prevalent. And it wasn't like you'd go on the web on the internet and everything you've ever heard of had a website like it is now. So most of the time you'd have to just go into a fucking place and get a paper application and fill it out and hand it in to the manager. And then if you're bold, you are pushy and like asked to speak to the manager or you call and ask to speak to somebody who's in charge. And if you're not pushy, you just hope they'll call you. And like for me, 50, 50, some, sometimes I was kind of pushy. Sometimes I felt the vibe and I was like, oh, I think if I push a little bit, these guys will be interested. Sometimes I just turn the application in and see what happened. Sometimes I let fate decide. I was like, I don't really want to work here, but I need a job bad enough that if they hire me, I'll take it, yeah. but I'm not going to call and, and beg. I'm just going to put an application in. And if they call me, that's the universe saying you're supposed to fucking work here for three days or whatever it is. <laughs> Maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So, you know, I applied at a bunch of spots. I applied at a movie theater in the area. Um, you know, I, I tried to get a job. I applied pretty much everywhere I could think of. And while I was doing that, one of the things I wanted to do was try to get back into the extra thing. You know, I previously we talked about uh, on like episode 12 or whatever, we talked about me doing extra work on Seduced by Madness. And uh, so I was like, oh, well, maybe that's an option. I didn't have a car, which makes that real fucking impossible. But I was like, ah, I can't hurt. So I remember uh, there was a casting agency called Cenex Casting. And basically Central Casting is the main, at the time it was the main extra casting agency. And they cast union extras. And then they had a non-union offshoot that they called Cenex. And then that's where you'd apply to be like a regular extra non-union extra. And you basically had to go to this fucking office building in Burbank at a certain time on a certain day. They had like basically open calls. You just wait in line and then they bring everybody in. You'd fucking pay 40 bucks or something and they'd take your picture and they'd you'd fill out a sheet with like your measurements and all that kind of shit. And they'd give you the phone number. We talked about the phone number last time, if you'll recall. Yeah, yeah. Same kind of vibe. You call a number and they describe what they're looking for. And if it fits you, you call them and tell them you're interested. And then they look at your picture and then they book you or they don't. Um, So, yeah, I did that. I feel like I think maybe me and Jacqueline did it together. But I don't remember 100%. But, I mean, she had a car. We shared a car, but it was fucking her car. We'll be honest. And, you know, when we eventually break up and she takes the car with her, that's when it becomes very clear. that it was <laughs> But... <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, maybe between like, you know, Aaron had a van, Shane had a car, Jacqueline had a car. I was like, someone, I could fucking get a ride here and there. So all three, so, all three of them had cars when you guys were out there? 
Yeah, yeah. Jacqueline had a car. She had this little red Ford Festiva. This little fucking miniature. It looked like a go-kart kind of thing. It looked like a Yugo a little bit. It was tiny. Yeah. We called it the Red the red Rocker, somewhat ironically, because mm-hmm. it didn't really rock. But, and then Shane had a fucking car. I can't remember what, like a, a Sebring. Some kind of a, you know, sort of sporty car, but not, not a nice car. But yeah. it was fine. And then Aaron had a white van, like a minivan, that he got basically because he knew we were going to be in a band and he wanted to have something he could transport our shit around in instead of buying like a big ass fucking conversion van or something he bought like a a, a fun little minivan it was white and we used to jokingly call it the white supremacist which of course is not very funny but it was funny as fuck to us (laughs) (laughs) it's just anything inappropriate you know it's fucking funny to us um but yeah so he had the minivan which I'll put up a, po- a picture. There's a picture of me, Aaron, and Shane standing in front of the white supremacist right out in front of our apartment in Hollywood. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we took that at that time. But so, yeah, they three had cars. There was only two parking spots in the apartment for us. So one person always had to park on the street. So we we're constantly having to try to like, you know, basically one of us would get home and then the person who was parked on the street would move their car in. Or, or if we, you know, like we'd try to save a parking spot on the street. So there's always like one person trying to find parking on the street so that the other two were available inside. Was parking it bad was a, on that street at that time? Parking's bad in Hollywood all the time. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Always was then, is now. Parking sucks in LA. Um, the fact that we had two parking spots for our apartment was actually kind of cool. Because probably they only have one now. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. But we had three cars. So... Yeah, I uh, I remember within a couple of days of joining Cinex, I called the number and there was a call out for you know men in their twenties with combat boots, and I was like, well, I have combat boots, is that, so I called. Is that really what yeah, they said? That's really what they said. <laughs> they wanted people with combat boots, so I called and they they looked at my picture and they're like, yeah, you'll work. So they booked me for the next day, and so I borrowed Shane's car. I got up at like, you know, four in the morning and drove to Van Nuys Airport. And I didn't even know. I, I, I didn't know really what the Power Rangers was. Like, I kind of knew what it was. But, you know, I'm fucking 21 year old at that point. I don't fucking watch that, that shit. <laughs> so, but I was like, I knew it was like a show for kids. It was kind of action-y. I, I honestly didn't know if it was a cartoon or live action. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm going. So it's live action. <laughs> not, they're not going to draw me. But uh, <laughs> they'll show up and they'll draw me. But uh, yeah, I showed up and they fucking they uh, fit me for a costume, and it was it looked very familiar. It was like armor. I was gonna be playing what they called a cargo guard, right? Yeah. And the armor looked very familiar to me. It turns out it was the same exact armor used in the movie Starship Troopers the main oh, characters sweet. wore to like fight insects and shit yeah so like the fucking helmets and everything was the shoulder pads and the chest pieces it was exactly it was like they just recycled costumes from that from other shit so i was wearing that costume and let, and, me, let me ask you just really quick yeah, yeah. is this 1998 yeah this would have been like december or november of 1998 and fucking 73 degrees <laughs> Yeah, probably. It was probably, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like hot. It was, you know, California during the fall is nice. Yeah. But it, we were in like a hangar. So we were at the airport. We were all like corralled in this area with like fucking trailers and shit. We got all our stuff. I, I, they didn't like my fucking combat boots for some reason. 
So they gave me different combat boots to wear. <laughs> so I had to put my combat boots in the fucking car. That's fucking And they just weird. had them. Which I was like, why are you asking people to bring combat boots if you have piles of fucking combat boots? <laughs> but I digress. So they they costumed us and then they grouped us into like different groups. And then we sit around and fucking wait for like hours while they did things. And then we got taken into one of the hangars. And in the hangar, they had set up like a ramp with a like a kind of thing like a staging area about maybe four feet off the ground and then they had smoke machines and then a big green screen behind the behind the ramp and the staging area is that and we where, were basically is, is that where they draw you that's when they drew us they drew, <laughs> we all stood perfectly still and they, and they did a group picture they drew us and it was amazing no no we we had to basically come out off of the staging area down the ramp we had to like jump from the staging area through they had smoke machines so there was smoky and shit we had to like jump through the smoke and run down this ramp and we were supposed to be leaving a spaceship that they were going to paint in and you know with special effects so there's a sure. green screen and shit behind us but so we were basically like standing in this area and then they'd call action and then we'd all just like run down like like fucking troopers coming out of a spaceship like ready to kick some ass yeah and we did it like I don't know thirty times or something. <laughs> and then there was other like other times where we were like in formation, like marching around, you know, doing basically just like people in the background. And I didn't see a single fucking Power Ranger. There was no <laughs> Power Rangers on set. It was all like background actors. There was I I didn't see any main actors. It seemed like second unit stuff. You which, didn't. So you didn't fight any Power Rangers. No, I they did not. I don't think they're gonna have an extra fighting anybody. <laughs> But the thing that's interesting, so, like, there was a lot of downtime, and I told this story on the Seduced by Madness episode about how I met, I met a guy who got his, his SAG card on that Sandra Bullock movie, being the best waiter. Yeah. Right? That This is the, where that I met that guy, and he, he was chatting, because I was asking questions of people, like, I want to get my fucking union vouchers, I want to get in the union, because I, I also found out that the fucking union, this is when I found out the union extras were making a lot more than us the non-union extras and they also were getting paid extra so like i'm jumping out of this fucking smoke through through the smoke down this ramp running down a ramp doing all this stuff and then other dudes who are in the union who are doing exactly the same stuff as me they're like yeah we're getting paid extra to to jump to run to go through smoke like all these things count as like basically hazard pay they get extra money what what are we talking I don't remember the amounts, but I know that it was like I made 50 or 60 bucks. They were probably making hundreds of bucks to do the same thing. Like even just like base it, pay. Yeah, it was significantly higher. It was wow. probably the base pay was probably like three to four times higher than what I was making, if I remember correctly. OK. Um, and one guy told me that he had he, he was talking about like, yeah, it sounds awesome, but there's times where it sucks. He was doing a commercial like the previous week and he was having to be shirtless in a lake. <laughs> and they were paying him a shitload because he was he was shirtless and he was in a fucking lake and he said it was freezing fucking cold and he's like he's like I, you keep your fucking money I want out of this this water so yeah there's times where maybe the money's not worth it but I was jumping through smoke happily I, I it was kind of fun I mean it was stupid but it was kind of fun a cool experience obviously yeah it was entertaining and it's a funny story and especially for people who know the power rangers like i don't know like that's the thing that sucks is i didn't know what i was on i have no idea what if it was a show or a movie or fucking i i really don't know and i never saw the episode or whatever it was i never saw it i had no idea when it aired if it aired in what version i've never seen any evidence of it okay you know i 
Yeah, so it's like this thing I did that I just I don't know. It's in it's out there in the ether somewhere. Um, yeah, that's the fucking that's my Power Rangers story, dude. That's it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So second time doing extra work. Uh, definitely the same or maybe a slightly better experience than the first time, but it's still like not. It's not acting, you know. <laughs> It's not fucking acting. This was even less acting. The other one, I had to, like, pretend I was a student. I had to, like, talk. I had to make gesticulations and stuff. This one, it was just, like, run from point A to point B. March in a line. Okay, now turn and march in this direction for, for 40 feet. Like, it was super... Uh, it was not acting. Right. But it was still entertaining. But, yeah, that's that's it, man. That's my power in your story. I... I I think I was like, oh, that was fun. But then I quickly got my next job and was like, okay, well, I don't really have time to, like, you have to be pretty available to do extra work, especially back then. I don't know how it is now, but it's not my last time doing extra work, but yeah. Okay. That happened. So what what would you give that experience on the PP scale? That That's an eight. That's a fucking eight. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it wasn't bad. You know, I, I'd probably do it for free. Not exactly the same, but if you were like, hey, put on this fucking Starship Troopers armor and jump through smoke. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to film me? Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. That's funny. It was honestly, it was worth it just to talk to the other extras and kind of like learn some more about the behind the scenes stuff, how things worked and, you know. Yeah, I could blah, imagine. Blah, blah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, I don't I don't want to do it for free, but almost want to do it for free. Yeah. Close. So, uh, yeah, that was quick and sweet. The, uh, <laughs> the next episode, we're going to be talking about Virgin Megastore. Virgin Megastore. Store. 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 <laughs> yeah, so that's that'll be a little fun adventure. Um, we're starting to get into the fucking nitty-gritty here soon. It's going to start to get pretty pretty crazy here in a minute, but mm-hmm. Virgin will be a good, a good palette cleanser actually this was the palate cleanser virgins virgins when the flavor starts to come out you know we're gonna we're gonna get the flavor country here i fucking love flavor dude i do too <laughs> all all different kinds sweet sour tangy tangy are we talking about food or vaginas <laughs> why do i have to ruin it why do i have to ruin a perfectly good episode right there see what uh, i did i ruined it i quit <laughs> i fucking right, well. quit what would you give this job on a pp scale <laughs> what would i give it a 37 the, the job the job of you know tip to tip co-host oh i love it it's a zillion i the fucking I, 10 i'd give it a solid fucking 10 bro nice all right well you know at the end of this we're gonna do that what you're gonna do you're gonna do your your episode of working on this show <laughs> there were That'll times there were times where i never wanted to talk to him again and also <laughs> wouldn't it be weird if you were paying me right now <laughs> it'd be amazing he pays me 10 bucks a week to do this <laughs> 10 bucks an episode i value your ears that much i just need somebody to like look at while i talk that's funny you just get like a cardboard cut out of you <laughs> so weird him. All right. Well, that's that. We, we, I we think we've had enough. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's move on with our lives. Right. We'll see you guys next episode. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.